When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Pat and JT Podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. If you're listening in real time, hope you had a great weekend. Um, our uh, phone number is 402-403-9478. And online, it's Pat and JT. Um, gosh. Dun-da-da. da Yes. <laughs> we um, got text messages right and left. And right and left and right and left. Um, let's see. Let's go to Carrie. She texted at that number I just gave a second ago. It says, Pat, take it a little easy on JT's hygienist. This is, we talked about this, your dental hygienist about a month ago. Um, <laughs> a lot of times there's a non-compete clause. And Tina probably couldn't call JT. She'd be in violation of that right. and p- potentially suspect to fine for just doing so. Okay, so sorry about that, Carrie. Right, and that is probably true because I think, because uh, you can pretty well pilfer clients yeah <clears throat> but the, the the funny part is is it's it's kind of a fine line to walk is what in case you'd missed that part my my favorite hygienist disappeared a couple years ago or a year and a half ago and i just found her again working somewhere else and um i i kept watching for her trying to find her trying to find her and so there's that fine line that you walk as a business when you have that uh non-compete so to speak or something similar to it in a in an agreement that says you can't reach out to clients, but you re, you develop relationships with people that sometimes go beyond just business. You know what I right. mean? Um, that you actually are kind of like almost friends, and then you just disappear, which feels very uh, not good business like, uh, <laughs> unprofessional to just disappear. But then on the other side, you kind of have to. Right. And it's kind of a I get why they do it because they don't want to lose clients. They don't want people to go somewhere else. But then on the other side, if they're that easily persuaded, maybe there's other problems. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. And then, so yeah, 100% agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but anyway, all is good in my world because I found her. Yeah, we so. found Tina. <laughs> we found Tina. Um, this one's from Mary. She said, I just listened to your episode about the Exarban Ball and the similar one in St. Louis. The Exarban Ball is still a thing. She said, I actually got to go almost 20 years ago, not because I was invited, parentheses, I'm poor AF, LOL, (laughs) but because I worked the event as a photographer's assistant, it was by far one of the strangest events I've ever seen. The best way to describe it is a very ritzy homecoming like coronation ceremony, followed by a super ritzy party where people who were all glammed up you're getting absolutely wasted. Plus, you have the creepy old king paired with a teenage queen. It's just weird. I'm surprised it's still going today. Just thought I'd share. Thanks, Mary. Interesting. It is super that, creepy. I never thought about that. That has to be an interesting perspective if you're working the event. Oh, man. Like, what, yeah. what are these weird people? Uh, right? I mean, just, you know, sitting there looking from the outside in, kind of like because all the pomp and circumstance and the... Uh, douchebaggery and the the clothes yes yes in other words (laughs) yeah uh in other words it says hey pat and jt this is noni n-o-n-i noni nani 
It says, tell Sophia you can get a free Venmo cash card so you don't have to transfer your money to your bank. Keep, hey. keep doing what you guys are doing. And I did see that. I didn't even think about that. Great idea. But although I like, I like, I like that little extra kind of bridge the gap sort of thing where she doesn't have instant access to her cash right away. Kind of, it's an implied savings thing. You know, I don't know. You're trying. You're just trying to. You're just trying to maintain a little bit of control in, a, in an area where you're you're quickly losing. Trying. It. <laughs> oh my gosh, trying so hard. I have got. I almost. I need to disable my location services on my phone. If I'm not refreshing the kids' location once every 15 minutes, I'm oh. not trying. Oh my god. When are they gonna? When are they gonna object? Oh. You know what I mean? Like when when Bennett moves out, is he gonna say okay? Time for you to take that off my phone. I'm, yeah. See, I, Where, I, I very, I'm selective. They don't know. They know that I have their location. They shared it with me a long time ago. But I don't use it <laughs> unless it's – there was only one time I used the location and uh, Soph got in trouble for the location. It wasn't, like, super bad. It was just – she wasn't completely honest with what she was doing or where she was going. Right. She wasn't doing anything bad, but she just wasn't <laughs> honest. So it's the only time I've ever used it to, to get either one of them in trouble. It's just to keep tabs on them. And I haven't had to throw that trump card. Um, but they both know that as long as I'm paying for their phone, their location is shared. So if they want to unshare their location, they can unhave me yeah. pay for the phone. Right. Right. And that's, and it's getting more and more affordable. So that might be that, but you know, cause you know, you've got a lot of things to, <laughs> as far as a lot they of know, things to you know how much they think, think I pay T-Mobile $1,100 a month. Oh. They don't know. They have no clue. <laughs> the first time they go on and look at plans, they're going to be like, what the, <laughs> he's been lying to the us. First, he's been- <laughs> I can't anticipate either one of them looking at plans until their mid twenties. So I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, because, you know, we were talking in the office the other day, talking about uh, Bennett's wanting to move out, move in with his buddies mm-hmm. um, this fall. In particular, this summer, probably. The sooner the better, right? Well, as, uh, yeah, as far as he's concerned, sooner the better. But we just found out, um, I don't even know how we found out. Oh, that unless the kids, one kid at least is 19, a parent is going to have to, like, co-sign on the lease to be responsible for any damage. So we, they may have to pump their brakes until... Um, at least one of them is 19, which will be, I think Bennett is the first one to be 19 in November. So, Right. Yeah, I would no way sign, co-sign a lease with four boys. Hell no. Not, not a chance. Hell no. Not only that, I would not even, if I was a landlord, I would never rent to four freshmen in, high, in college. Not a chance. Well, did you live, okay, wait. You went to college your freshman year. Correct. Did you live on campus or did you rent? Uh, did you live off campus? I, left, I lived at home because I was in radio and had no money and I knew I wasn't going to stick it out. <laughs> so I lived at home and then I met, and I was actually having this conversation, I think might have been with somebody in the office yesterday, that um, I'm, I'm freaking out about him moving out. You know, he'll, in my, I know parents, every parent goes through this and every parent is like, my kid's not ready. Oh my gosh. I'm thinking, my kid's not ready. Oh my gosh. And he's moving, he's looking at places that are like, affordable, but they're in, in great neighborhoods. I, when I moved out, my first apartment was at 24th and Harney. Like I talked to hookers. We've talked about this before every day. I, you know, <laughs> can I ask why that was your first apartment? Why did you move to that neighborhood? Cause it was cheap. And it was like, well, it was like 15 blocks from the station because the station was downtown and it was cheap. I was going to say, it's also as far away from your parents' house as you could possibly get <laughs> right. without moving to Iowa. Right. No, that's true. <laughs> and that wasn't, that wasn't by design. It was just because the station was on 10th and Farnham. So I'm like, I got to, I got to move close. This half hour drive. And it was 300 bucks for a two bedroom apartment. Like you couldn't, you couldn't go wrong. 
Um, so I know if oh, and my good. mom, I don't remember her ever saying or my dad either saying, we're so worried about you living at 24th and Harney and knowing all these hookers and getting off work at 1230 and getting to home. They never said that, but I'm thinking I'm panicked and Bennett's want, like looking at like 90th and Maple and like 144th and Fort, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I got to just pump the brakes. I'm going to have a heart attack. I think so. I think it didn't help you though, either. I mean, when, when we get to talking about when we all moved out mm-hmm. and how our lives took a, took a turn <laughs> right out from under parental view that all oh, that's when you kind of spread your wings a little bit. Uh huh. Yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah. Thanks, Sasha. <laughs> I think it's awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's great. That is great. Okay. Uh, that's all right. This will be a fun summer. Right, oh, will it? Yeah, I know. Good Lord. Uh, this is from Janelle. She said, I was listening to the show where you guys talking about having your house cleaned. Um, I've had a cleaning yeah. business here in Lincoln for the last 17 years. I do residential cleaning primarily, but... Um, I've done also move in and out after construction cleaning, all that kind of stuff. It's money very well spent. It's awesome that Sasha gave you the uncle hookup. It's such a personal service. You'll have great peace of mind and uh, knowing your house will be uh, gorgeously clean. So that's thanks, Janelle. That's good to hear, honestly, because I, I just um, have wrapped up everything, like all the loose ends mm-hmm. on this work. since I, And then I was gone for a week <clears throat> and I came back and all the dust is still here. <clears throat> Nothing has gone away. And so, um, yeah, I was just uh, kind of working on that yesterday as a little bit, just kind of like, God, I got to make a list to make sure I don't forget to call because I need to get that taken care of um, to get it done before I let it go too much longer. Yeah. I really need to. Um, yeah, definitely need to do that. And then you'll be hooked. So, thank you for and that. And then you'll be hooked and be yes. like once, even if it's just once a month deep clean, it just makes you feel better. Right. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Clean behind your ears a little bit. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so I know, I know we really <laughs> weren't really, I know exactly. I know we weren't really planning on talking about this, but I just, just popped in my head. Um, last Thursday we had an internal team building event, which was a, a virtual escape room. Um, and first of all, I'd never, escape I've never, room. I've never, I've never done it. Me either. Room. Ever. Not in person. Nothing. Yeah. It was fun. I would love to do one, but I, I think, I think in person it might be a little much um just because i I am a little bit claustrophobic Mm -hmm. and even though you know it's not real but i've seen the movies i've seen the movies where people died i've seen the movies good lord (laughs) there's a couple of really good movies that are about escape rooms that are uh yeah really good scary movies Uh, but anyway (laughs) it was fun yeah and um we had eight people on our team and then had our team leader what was her name? She was a scout. She was jungle what was she jungle scout. Jungle jungle scout. Yeah, because it was a jungle escape room. Because like, our plane crashed. It was like very supposedly. very Indiana Jonesy with the puzzles and mm-hmm. and it was very uh, very intricate. Like the the decor and the the moving mechanisms of of not traps but like puzzles. It was really cool. Like it was. It took me uh, by surprise how I was kind of thinking it was going to be lame, like virtual, but it was very cool. <laughs> Early, they did a good job. They made a, a really good uh, move for for the COVID mm-hmm. year, uh, turning that thing into something that was virtual. Because your your scout has a a little cam on body cam on, so you can see everything that she can see, and then you can have her look left and right or up and down, so you can see the whole room. And she did a great and, job um, of yeah, of like navigating good. the room, even though she's probably done it a thousand times without being like you idiots, mm-hmm. like not leading us in certain directions or like, Oh my God. 
Let me just do it for you. Right. I couldn't do that because I'd be like, oh, you idiots. It's ABJV is the code. You idiots. Can't you see it? I, I would lose my job within a day. I think so. I think it would be pretty uh, pretty easy to lose your patience, but it was a lot of fun. It's funny how, how really like was. your alphas and your 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 lead wolves in your team kind of present them. It's not a shock that Sasha was right up there in front, but it's like right from, from the beginning, everybody kind of finds their pecking order. I'm in the back doing laundry basically while everybody else is trying to figure this out. Um, Cause I'm not good. At, I'm not good at puzzles. Well, that's what I was trying to figure out. I was like, like where'd Pat and Jade go? Where'd, <laughs> <laughs> like, what are, they, are they just sitting at the, at the exit waiting for us to find them right. and come pick them up and say, Hey, we got, we found the way out guys. Well, like on. we know our strength. <laughs> we know our strengths. I, my, I don't, I don't know about Jade. Jade's new. I don't know what her strengths are. She's very smart, obviously smarter than me, but I'm smart enough to know that doing puzzles and all that stuff. It's like, if there's eight people in the room, I'm eighth. So I'm not going to get in the way and try to throw them. I'm going to sit back and well, just go with it. I thought what, what I thought was interesting is that we actually have, you know, you think about it and just kind of our team members, what we've got right now, uh, Cam and Brian and Sasha, um, me, I'm trying to think who else, so then Jade and Pat, Nick, and then Nick, Nick, Nick was kind of 50, 50, you know, yeah. it's like he, he, he'd get real hot and heavy and then he kind of disappear. But there, there were a lot of people that were trying to do the same thing at the same time. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what's tough. That's what's tough. And if you're if you're in the same room, it'd be easier. But virtually, it's like everybody's throwing out all these things. And I got yeah. I got one. I figured out one thing. It was putting whatever the rain sticks in a certain area. And I figured I got my I'm done. <laughs> I did. And that's when I muted my mic. I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I figured it out. I'm out. I contributed. <laughs> I, I contributed. That's it. I contributed. <laughs> Mark me down. Uh-huh. I'm good. Yeah, that's funny. But it was it was kind of like you had to kind of. I was impressed by the fact though too that everybody that was forthright, nobody was afraid to be forthright. Uh-huh. Nobody was nobody held back. You know, as far as that goes, um, it's like everybody was right there, and, and we just had to kind of sometimes shut up so that whoever started talking first got to finish it. Yeah. Yeah, but it was it was kind of fun. It was fun. I now yeah, I now I know, I know why my brother like goes to he goes to him and um, my nieces go to escape rooms all the time, um, and they have a great time. I, Where, I always thought it was some crazy. Here, yeah, yeah. There's some. There's a few. I think there's one downtown. And there's one like 90th ish in Q. Um, there's a there's a few. Really, mm-hmm. we'll have to get a hold of them. Maybe we could do something. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Actually, just to, to do something like but, that. But it was fun. It was neat doing it because our, our team also, we have members that are in California. So that's how we got to put the whole team together to work together on something. Which was crazy. So yeah, because we had really team members in California, Omaha, Lincoln, and the escape room was in Nashville. So pre-COVID, yeah. pre-COVID that wouldn't have been a thing. But now we're actually able to do yeah. escape rooms all over the world, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that'd be kind of fun to check out some other ones in some other places. But it was... It was a neat event. Mm-hmm. It really was. I just was reading something about people going back to work and going back into offices. And a lot of offices are changing the way they're doing business mm-hmm. um, because now apparently they're like things like where, where they were completely remote. They want to get people back in. Um, so they're having like mandatory Mondays and Fridays. You know, you can you can work from home, but you have to come in on Monday and Friday. Uh, Thursdays are like the most demanded room. They said people are always wanting to work on Thursday. It's like the new Friday. Um, 
that people are wanting to come in on Thursdays, not Fridays, obviously, because they're yeah. a longer weekend, I'm sure. But they said that a lot of places are looking at about 25% coming back into a standard office work week and about 30% that will stay 100% remote and about 45%, so nearly half, will have some kind of one or two days a week in the office. And that's it. That's it. So it's, that's interesting. It, yeah, it is. And and they said they're they're finding that it's not going to be the same. Things are not going to go back like that. As much as people want them to, and I'm sure a lot of businesses really want them to come back in, mm-hmm. it's just not feasible. It's just it's just not. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. In the grand scheme, um, and for a lot of people, like people in sales and things like that, you know that that. We always had those bosses that demanded our sales staff show up at 8 o'clock and, and show up again at 5. Yeah, exactly. Um, which I thought was just BS. Yeah. For, I felt bad for them. <laughs> right, because they drive all the way into the office for five minutes and they'd have to be out selling yeah. all day and drive all the way to the other side of town. It's like, well, just let them go to the other side of town first and then come to the office later maybe. They either, they either make the sale or they don't. Right. I mean, showing up at the office isn't going to change it. But anyway, yeah, I just thought it was kind of an interesting you know, how things are probably going to shake out. I know we're hoping to get everybody back in fully in office. Um, but whether or not that happens, we keep having to, you know, kick it down the road a little bit further. So now we're looking at September, aren't we? Yeah, September sometime. First week at or so point. in September. So we'll see. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah, Fingers crossed. no kidding. But in the meantime, <laughs> this is working. That's right. For right now, <laughs> it's working. Um, you guys, thank you for your texts and your, your emails. 402-403-9478. And on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, it's Pat and JT. If you found our, our podcast wherever, rate, review, and subscribe and share with your friends. We appreciate it. Pat and JT Podcast, a Huda Media Production.